1: Now, back to Willard and Dibbs on 95-7 The Game. All right. Welcome, man. Uh, we continue here. It is Warrior Wednesday. It's brought to you by SFO. Go to flysfo.com slash winner for your chance to win a $1,000 toward a nonstop flight from SFO today. So uh, James Wiseman and the Warriors sending holiday cards to the San Francisco Giants for taking their embarrassing New York thing off of the pages and putting the Giants' embarrassing New York thing uh, on the pages in fact we were just sitting here talking about it how about two weeks of new york telling san francisco yeah you're not us how about aaron judge how about carlos rodon how about nicks blow out the warriors how about the nets are very possibly going to do that to a shorthanded warrior team tonight how about carlos correa all the way down to brandon nemo Damn it, John Heyman, who's got all kinds of New York ties. Thank you for coming on. How will you, Can you tell New York to stop it for a second, please? <laughs> well, it does
2: seem to be that winter where all these players want to be in New York. I can remember many times where players feared coming to New York and thought it was too big for them or too noisy or whatever. But, uh, you know, at the, way back at the GM meetings, Farhan Zaidi um suggested it's not always easy to get uh, players who are not from the Bay Area to come there. And, uh, you know, he looks like he turned out to be correct. Now, in this case, Correa did agree to go there, so that wasn't the holdup. It was something else.
1: Uh, Well, something else is, is the number one question we all have. So, Odyssey insider John Heyman joining us here on Willard and Dibs, and Kyle is in for Dibs all week. John, what happened?
2: Well, I think only the Giants could tell you that, and they're not in touch with too many people from what I could tell, uh, looking at the Twitter, um, you know, it's either their doctor saw something concerning, or they got cold feet, or some combination, you know, I have heard that they told people that their doctor saw something concerning, and uh, that is always a possibility, you know, I think, uh, you know, that's probably the most likely possibility, but you know you never know these things i have seen in other cases where teams did get cold feet and then you can always find something on the uh on the medicals but in this case um they're saying the doctors did find something concerning and you would think they would want to complete this deal i mean after all they were in this to get a big star they went for judge first understandably so and uh it looked like they had gotten Correa, so I you know, I wouldn't see reason why a cold feet would occur here.
0: Were the Mets close to landing Correa before the Giants got him, or did that deal just kind of surface once it looked like the Giants might back out?
2: Well, you know, I mean originally when the Giants did get him for three hundred and fifty million, Steve Cole tried to get in there before anything had been reported and Scott Boris, the agent for Correa, told him they were down the road with somebody and uh, basically committed to doing a deal with a different team. So he was disappointed. He talked to me for the New York Post about how he lamented not getting in there quicker, basically, to paraphrase, and how he really wanted to get Correa. And so naturally they were, I guess, you know, the natural landing spot once the uh, Giants deal fell through. Uh, for whatever reason, presumably because the Giants' doctors saw something, but we, we don't know for sure because they haven't said anything. Um, you know, w- once that happened, uh, the Mets were the logical team. He talked to me uh, for a long article in the Post about how much he loved Correa and how much uh, he wants to win and committed to the fans. And, uh, you know, I couldn't imagine another team stepping in here this late and offering more than $300 million. Uh But certainly Steve Cohn is a... Is his own man, and he's got his own money, and uh, he wants to win
1: yes he sure does this is odyssey mlb insider john hayman and insider calls of course presented by betql you can get access to data and insights the sports books don't want you to see bet smarter and beat the books download the betql app or visit betql.com today john also the host of the odyssey original podcast big time baseball along with cody decker and tody Gwynn jr covering the entire mlb and let's talk about the entire mlb right now uh john in, in terms of how they view the giants based on the analytics, the not wanting to go to long-term deals, uh, the way last season ended, and now this. How do you feel baseball players and agents view the Giants now and into the future?
2: Well, I've heard they're very good at recruiting. It's not the the issue of, of them putting out the effort and trying to get the players there. You know, it may just be something about the perception of the Bay Area that doesn't appeal to some players. Again, it's a small sample size. We're not talking about hundreds of players here. We're talking about a few star players. And, uh, you know, I am not shocked that Brandon Nimmo went back to New York, um, even though he's from Wyoming and geographically he was closer. He was comfortable in New York. And, you know, why take a chance for similar type money. Uh, I get that. Aaron Judge has the legacy with the Yankees. Uh, he's on his way to the Hall of Fame. Would have been a lot to give up, although the Giants, I think, made a good effort. I think the $360 million turned out to be a very good offer. Didn't quite get it done. I guess it would have been better if they could have gotten it done. But to get it done, it would have been difficult, as it turned out, because if they'd offered four hundred, you know, maybe the Yankees would have gone to four hundred. You, you never know. He, he clearly at this point, it's pretty clear that he did not want to give up the legacy in New York, and he's comfortable there. So, you know, we're talking about players who were here, of course. In the Carlos Rodon's case, he was there in San Francisco, and he has jumped to the Yankees. But I do think the Yankees probably outbid San Francisco on that by quite a bit.
0: So it sounds like San Francisco had, had indicated that despite this medical stuff with Carlos Correa, they had indicated to Scott Boris that they still wanted to negotiate and then just never reached out to negotiate could that impact their ability to sign a Boris client in the future?
2: Well, I think uh, I think agents will always, you know, do the best deal that the player wants to do, no matter what. You know, maybe today they won't sign someone, but I think he'll get over it. He's been through uh, different uh, dis- disappointments before. Uh, I'm sure you could tell by the um, the news items that are coming out on Twitter now. It's pretty clear. He and his camp are not too thrilled with the way this went down, um, but, uh, you know, certainly not going to eliminate the Giants, you know, maybe today, but, you know, you can't be a grudge holder if you're representing a, probably more than a 100 Major League players and have to find them jobs, and, you know, San Francisco, to me, it should be appealing to a lot of people, I'm not sure why it wasn't to these few free agents, but... Uh, you know, it clearly wasn't to, to a few of them. Now, Correa did opt to go there originally, so I can't say that he didn't want to go to San Francisco. It was ultimately the Giants' decision.
1: Uh, John Heyman with us here on 95.7 The Game. The San Francisco Giants have just released a statement on behalf. Of Farhan Zaidi, quote, while we are prohibited from disclosing confidential medical information, as Scott Boris stated publicly, there was a difference of opinion over the results of Carlos's physical examination. We wish Carlos the best. End quote. And that brings to a close um I, I think it, by word count, the shortest media availability in the history of free agency. Their one line email yesterday, the press conference has been postponed, followed by this statement. John, is it the here's my opinion? You tell me if it's fair. The Giants are a very analytically run organization. I know many are, but they feel risk averse. Like they're taking analytics to free agency, and if you do that with long-term deals, you could talk yourself out of anything. And so, I, I it, now it feels to me like this isn't about money as much as it is analytics. And 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 if the Giants want to play it that way, they're never going to have nice things.
2: Well, you know, to be, you know, I, I, understand why you say that, but they did go after Bryce Harper. I uh, came up short there. They did make a deal to get Stanton. Um, they were willing to do that. Stanton declined to go. Um, you know, they have tried. They, 360 million, as I said, I thought was a, a reasonably good offer, uh, or even better than that for a judge. So, you know, I'm not so sure. They are very analytically driven, but, you know, I mean, obviously Larry Bear is there. He appreciated Barry Buns. I mean, I'm sure Barry Buns stacked up well analytically, but you know, I think there was a feeling in the ownership camp that they needed to be a more interesting team, not not just a better team. And, and I, they made a good effort on on Judge. So, you know, uh, you know, are going to say they should have offered 400, I'm not sure that would have gotten it done. Should they've offered 450 for Judge? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think that that's a tough one. You know, it's a lot of money. Uh, so I, I don't blame them. What where, what they offered, uh, and we'll never know exactly here what the situation was. Although you know, both sides are agreeing that there was a difference of opinion on the medicals.
1: Uh, boy, and the reports are out there, John, that the medical thing that was flagged was something that, that that was that Carlos had before he was even a major league player. How can you pass that by the fan base when this guy's had such a successful career already at age twenty eight?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I'm not a doctor, I just play one on the radio, right. so I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you, but it's hard to answer that. I, I, I get why you ask that. It does seem unusual, but, you know, if somebody has an ailment, sometimes it does take 10 years or 15 years to flare up, I guess, but I, you know, I, I really, I really couldn't answer that, but it, it was not the back from what I heard, and Yeah. that's been the, you know, potentially chronic ailment, but he's been healthy with the back for the last few years, so That's good news for Carlos, but uh, we really haven't gotten all the details on this and it's probably hard to get inside everybody's mind, but it it is fair to say it was a difference of opinion.
1: Yeah, John, before you go, this is the question eventually we will get to once everybody calms down. And I don't know if there's a great answer, but I'll try to ask you the question and see if you've got one. Where where do they go from here?
2: Well, you know, uh, Dansby Swanson is off the board, so really there are not stars really left. There are some Decent players left, you know, I mean, there's uh, Evaldi, there's, uh, you know, Profar, you know, but they're they're really, Conforto, uh, there aren't bona fide, really not superstars at this point, not really proven healthy stars. Uh, So I'm not sure on the free agent market, they could try for a trade, you know, we'll see what Boston's trying to lock up Raphael Devers. I think they'll do it, but you never know. Uh, maybe there's other trade possibilities out there. But, uh, you know, they were hoping to have a more exciting team and didn't get Judge or Correa. So, uh, you know, the, the likelihood of being a really exciting team for next year has certainly been diminished at this point.
1: Uh, John, thank you so much for coming on. I know it's a busy time. Thank you.
2: All right. Thanks, guys. Okay.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: We'll